It is a superstitious Friday the 13th here in Phoenix, Arizona. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Lance. I'm Max, and I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Lance, what happened to your audio, bro? What? Your mic got like super low all of a sudden. Oh, I was I was sitting too far back, I think. Probably. Probably. You got a deep, you got a deep throat you got a that deep thing. Throat That's what I was just yeah. <laughs> Just like me. Yeah, you know, I'm on a podcast, guys. You gotta check that gag reflex real quick before you start the show. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what's going on, guys? How's how's everything going for you guys this week? What's what's new? What's popping in in uh, your guys' neck of the woods since you live out in BFE? So yeah, it's good, man. I got back from Sedona yesterday. Oh, that's right. Got some awesome. chiropractic work done. Yeah, yeah so I'm a chiropractor tomorrow. I'm happy to report that. Uh, so last week okay. I mentioned that I was sick, and <laughs> you would know better than anybody if he was. You'd be the last first week, one to know. I'm happy to report that I no longer have the Rona. Last week after the show, I went and got a test, and uh, and it ended up being positive. I, I did have COVID. Oh wow! But uh, yeah, I thought it was just a cold, but I did end up actually having having the Rona. But all better now, all good to go. Because by by the time I tested myself last Friday, I was already feeling better. I was at like day eight by then, or something like that. So it's all good. good. Did you lose any taste or smell or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, my sense of smell just came back in the last couple of days. I never lost my sense of taste, though. So a question for it you. Was reduced, uh, my, but... my neighbor came over today and she lost her uh, she lost her sense of taste and smell for like months, like even yeah. after the virus went away. I've heard that. Happen and now she's starting to get it back. But everything tastes and I think you have like to what? have taste Ransom to, be able, to be able to lose it, and you can't even get good taste in internet. So, you know. <laughs> I have 500 gigs with Cox. You what about you liking Am Cox? In what, what about you and Cox? Yeah. <laughs> what about what about Lance loving Cox? He got his mouth wide open over that thing. All, all I hear all is right. I got Cox, and what? what <laughs> how many Cox do you have, Lance? Numerous. I think we're learning something new about you. Numerous. Maybe it's because I'm streaming the football game right now. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'll shut that off. Mike, Mike from Grizzle Geek man. says that's a lot of cocks. <laughs> and he said, sit up straight, young man. And that's a lot of cock. It is. All right. Is this better? No, you still no. look like you're in chat roulette. <laughs> yeah, you're still pretty. What the whatever. hell? Honestly, anyways. Lance, I under, uh, let's do some I'm gonna do some quick IT support on you. Have you been using the same computer throughout Couch Crunchers and Absolute Geek? Because it no. might be the Wi-Fi card in your computer. Maybe. Can no, you uh from the same one? Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on? He's yeah, got this Mac over there that's been that's been set up for like three, four years just on constantly. <laughs> Have That's the reason that our show started late. I'll take full responsibility this time. I made the mistake of uh, I logged on about 30 minutes early and I'm like reading through some of our show notes, making sure I'm ready to go. And then I'm like, oh, there's a new uh, NVIDIA. Um, um, why am I update? Update. Yeah, there's new 
new update. And so I decided to install the freaking update. And then I'm like, all right, let me restart my computer. And then what happens? It gets stuck in an infinite restart cycle to where I had to power cycle my computer. Um, that's always annoying, man. Anytime driver, that's the word I was looking for. Anytime you download drivers, there's potential for there to be an issue. And of course, the time before the show is when I have an issue. It's all good. Everything's working. So now. you said you had COVID. Did you did you get the the vaccine and still get COVID? Yeah, you, um, you yeah, I'm I'm fully vaccinated. Wow, it's pretty common right now, dude. I know. Well, actually, it's funny. I know a lot of people that have been getting COVID, and I only know one who isn't vaccinated. It's, it's just interesting, and that's not so, meant to be a commentary on anything. I don't want and to we hung out here, but. when you would have been through your, uh, you know, your. Uh, what's the word I'm I would have maybe been asymptomatic a... when we hung out because like I think you and I hung out on the Thursday um, yeah. to go see what's what, what was it what did we go see again snake, snake eyes, eyes or and then I, I started feeling sick on Friday and yeah you never you never started feeling sick I'm sure I was contagious on Thursday you guys were holding hands and sharing popcorn and your drinks with the two straws and oh no we don't share popcorn we're way too fat for that <laughs> we both got our own well, extra maybe it is my network card yeah. My phone says I'm getting 300. My computer says I'm getting 88. Yeah, that's very likely that it's your internet card on your computer then. And why don't you try hardlining instead of going Wi-Fi? Let me see. Welcome would... to Let's Tech Support Lance's computer. Dude, that's one it's... of the most annoying things about my setup, though. Sorry. I don't have an Ethernet cable anywhere in my office. and But I tried to like even get the uh, port for my Cox internet to be downstairs where my office is. So I could at least run a cord from the kitchen or something into here when I do the podcast. Nope. They can't even open up any of the ports downstairs. The only one I have is upstairs in my loft and I'm not about to get like a 500 foot cord that I can run down the stairs and I do. all the way I in my office. that runs right across my house into my office. Yeah. I, I have a good Wi-Fi card that I bought when I built my PC last year and I get like 400 megs a second on Wi-Fi, even though I only have 500, so it's working out. Mike said it was the lack of, lack of grizzled geek that threw you off tonight. Sorry. Maybe. I don't know. I definitely was thrown off. Yeah. It's hey, the fact I that I didn't get to see Doug's knees this week is what threw me off. That's that's what it was. No no, Doug's knees did not feel my Friday. It was, I was disappointed. <laughs> but I don't know what Lance Aroni is doing here. Pepperoni. Who knows? No one ever knows what the pepperoni's doing. His little uh, his little cartoon avatar looks like a potato. So <laughs> I just you look like a potato what? fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you hear everything. I ran out to. They were screaming at the. Alexa, oh my god! He's talking, but he's not off, talking at Alexa, all. Turn he, off. He's like a ventriloquist. He's just sitting there deadpanned while he's talking at the same time. So I just wanted to show Lance what I'm getting on my computer. Oh, uh, here we go. So can share my Dude, screen. So I'm hardlined in right now. My upload's not very good, but I'm getting near. Are we, are we really doing Wi-Fi. speed tests right now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, I was. That is that what's happening right now? Yeah, man. We're doing speed tests. All right. <laughs> That's what this show has been reduced to, guys. Speed tests. Hey, guys. Let's see how speedily we can get through the headlines. Yes, let's, let's just... Keep doing speed tests, yeah, guys. It's the same. I'm hard lined in right now and it's reading 90. 
Oh my god. Yeah, he's like frozen now. Life's been good to you. All right, yeah. Let's see. Let's get into it. Let's get into a little bit of geek news since we're gonna sit here and do speed tests. So actually, you know what I do want to I, I do want to comment on something really quick. Go ahead. And this this is something I've been enjoying. So like two weeks ago, I just I finally caught up on The Walking Dead. Um, that part two that came out, I never I never saw it. And so I finally was able to catch up on part two of season 10. Loved it, by the way. That final episode about Negan I thought was awesome. The Daryl episode was so good. But it, it kind of prompted me to rewatch the series, which is a big undertaking considering it's, you know, 10 seasons of pretty much 16 to 18 episodes per season. But I'm in the middle of season three right now. And I just got to say, man, I remember watching this show originally years ago thinking Shane was this awful human being. And as I'm rewatching it, all I can think is Shane's right. Shane's right. Shane's right. Why aren't you listening to him? Why aren't you listening to Shane until, you know, like the last two episodes of Shane's arc when he kind of goes nuts. But up until like before he starts trying to murder Rick, he's pretty much right about everything. And they just don't listen to him. Except for trying to bone some other dude's wife or boning another dude's wife. Well, I mean, he, he thought he was dead. So I don't know. Is that so bad? As soon well, as he found out Rick was alive, I mean, he did. Well, he did kind of. He did kind of continue right. to bone. He's not. <laughs> he's not the greatest guy. All right. He I'll did try, continue to try but to bone said wife. His decision but, you know. making was pretty sound. Yes. He was Other very than... well equipped for for what was to come. I don't know. I I'm interested him. to see how the last season of that show ends because of the, all the liberties they've taken that have changed it from the comic book and the Rick Grimes movies that are coming out. Yeah. I'm wondering if Rick's going to like make a, an appearance somehow. And then like that, his movies are going to be a prequel to the final season or something. I just think it would be a shame if Rick is alive, that you don't at least have him in the final season and some, like even just like for the final episode. I don't know. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. (laughs) That's because the mob kills his wife and kids. Okay. All right, guys. Is this better? No. No. Are you guys fucking with me? <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> it's, what the it's hell? You have the ability better. to watch the playback. Are we fucking with you? No, we're not fucking with you. All right. So we're going to get into some uh, some interesting topics tonight in, in news. There's so much going on in the news, honestly. So we're going to get in here. We're going to start here with uh, the... The news that came out this week that Disney and that, well, I want to say, well, yeah, I'll throw them in there. Disney and Marvel Studios is all, are only paying the creators of the, the movies you love. The and I'm talking original comic book creators here. $5,000 in royalties for the stories that they're turning into movies and putting up on the big screen. That is having pennies and such a shame is my like hot take on that. Like that's messed up that they're not getting paid more. These people that came up with the stories that Marvel and Disney are profiting billions on. It just kind of sucks. Now devil's advocate, I could say maybe they did a bad job negotiating their contracts, but their contracts also might've been 30 years ago before anyone knew that an MCU was ever going to exist. So I don't know. I just think it sucks that they're getting paid so little. That's not a lot of money. Like, I mean, if I mean, I, if someone gave me five thousand bucks today, I'd be pretty happy. It's a lot this, of money, but, but this isn't anything new, though, and it, it's just big time because it's happening in twenty twenty one when Marvel is Marvel movies are the biggest thing in the world. 
you had the same issue. It's been going on since comics were a thing. But, you know, um, the Siegel and Schuster, the guys who created suits, uh, Superman got screwed over until recently uh, with with rights to Superman. Bill Finger's been screwed over for helping create Batman. You know, it, it's just it's just something that constantly happens in this business. But the the bad part is that it's 2021. We should be better than this. These people created these characters. They deserve to get that royalty. You know, they deserve to get that that slice of the pie, the Marvel pie that they're deserved. If you're going to take their storylines and put them into movies like it's it's just the way it should be. I agree. They should be getting paid a lot more. <laughs> Grizzle Geek says it upsets me that Rob Liefeld got that much. Yes. Didn't but, wasn't there an episode like three years ago where you guys tried to get blocked live no, on the show? No, we did get blocked live on the show. Yeah, we we're still blocked by him. Yeah, like all like everyone on the show got blocked during mm-hmm. the live within broadcast. an hour of it. Yep. <laughs> within an hour of me tweeting that his product was trash and we got blocked. Dude, I tell you that you know that makes me think about some of these personalities on the internet and how freaking sensitive they are and how willing they are to just block anybody just because you disagree. It's pretty sad, actually. Like, I get it. If someone's being aggressive and like an awful troll, blocking them is fine. I get it. But just for saying, hey, I don't like your content. It sucks. Right, I'm going to block you. You're Create your safe space, man. It's, yeah, it's all about having your safe space. Yeah, I guess so. Like I can think of a guy. I don't want to say who it is. I can think of a guy in the video game industry that just does this constantly. Oh, there's multiples. There's a lot of them that just. Oh, yeah. you don't agree with me? I'm gonna block you. Okay. Well, safe spaces. Safe spaces. That's what you gotta do. Speaking of staying on the the uh, whole Disney train here, Disney has announced that they're going to have their Disney Plus Day, um, in November, just days before San Diego Comic Con is supposed to hold their special comic-con event so you're gonna find out about upcoming disney plus products tv shows movies um pretty much where they're planning to go with disney plus on november 12th uh a few weeks before comic-con holds their their big event so disney disney's big in the news and it doesn't surprise me that you know, we've got if you're if you're in like if you follow anything in the comic book industry this week, like massive things have happened in the industry, um, with with creators leaving DC and Marvel to go to this independent publisher that's actually started out as a a web like a, a place for web newsletters and now has started to do comics and kind of they're kind of changing the way um comic books are are looked at and comic books are, are gonna be dealt with moving forward. Um, it's been a very, very interesting week for the comic book community to, to say the least. And it's going to be exciting and a little bit nervous to see where, where it all goes from here. So, I mean, that, that could be a good thing. If you're getting all this talent into a new, new venue, maybe they're going to come up with some really unique original stories. Well, what they're doing is it's called Substack, and they're signing these lucrative deals with Substack to go there. And it's kind of like Image, where it's independent properties, and they retain all the rights to their characters and their work. But it's it's a, a monthly you have to pay monthly for it. So, like as a a fan, it's it's all digital content. You're paying monthly for that content. Some creators are saying that they're not going to do Comic Cons anymore. That 
if you want something signed by them, they're going to have a special limit that you can send off to them for, as, as part of the, as long as you're part of like their annual program. So it's like Chip Zdarsky, who's one of the hottest writers right now, is like, well, I'm not doing cons anymore. You could send me your books, pay 70 bucks a month. You can send a limit of 10 books and I'll sign them and send them back to you and you get some other perks and stuff like that. But it's it's now going to more of a Patreon slash, you know, um, crowdfunding service rather than them writing for Marvel and DC and you getting the books in the comic shops every week. And they're signing big money deals with this this company to do this. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the the way the comic book industry goes. You know, it's interesting because, like, I think it was probably two years ago, maybe three years ago at this point, because it was before Disney Plus came out. I remember talking about how everything was becoming a subscription service and how I was really wary about it. And don't get me wrong, there's probably too many streaming services out there. But at the same time, having some of these new streaming services and, and, you know, for instance, that that service, it kind of, it's provided some cool content that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So trying to you know trying to look at it from the positive side maybe this is going to be a really good thing and maybe comic book fans will end up really loving it well it kind of makes you wonder how much like the the news with disney came out this week with like that has a a factor to that these creators only getting paid x amount for stories and characters and ideas they created that's i think that's kind of where it's coming from like image comedy was always big for being that independent creator but I mean, when with Substack, all Substack has taken is just a cut of the subscription fees that people are paying, and these, you know, they retain their content, they retain their licensing, they retain everything. Sure. So they well, get they're free to do whatever they want when Hollywood comes to knocking and make 100 yeah. percent of the profit. Well, and that's what I was just kind of thinking. Like Netflix has kind of been the avenue for lesser known comic book material being adapted for the screen. So now when Netflix comes a knock and these guys are going to get a bigger cut and that's great. Great. Great for them. I say. So I don't know. I, I think it's great for the, the creator, but it, it might hurt the the independent publisher or no, the, well, the independent comic shops and might hurt. That's true. It's going to be interesting to see what it does to Marvel and DC. They're going to be forced to start looking for new blood and new talent to come in and, and start writing their stories with their, their premier characters. So we'll see how that all goes. Um, welcome back, Lance. I'm glad you could, yeah, could be back. Looking better. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're looking, looking a lot better. better. So the... I just got, I just did another speed test. I'm coming at 442. There you go. Oh, nice. Great. Turned it We're on. I don't again. know what was going on. We're back to speed test the podcast. Well, let's let's <laughs> jo- let's go back to this Disney Plus thing. So I think this Disney Plus day is kind of a cool idea. Um, what are they doing? So in November they're going to be doing a Disney Plus day. It's you know it, basically just Disney doing their own little. It's like their Hall H presentation. Yeah, yeah. but just for Disney Plus to tell you all the new content. The reality is there's a lot of content on Disney Plus that people care about. So this is something I'll be interested to tune into or at least be checking the highlights for as they as they release some information. Because I'm sure for me as a big Star Wars fan, we're going to get some Ahsoka updates. We're going to get Rangers of the Republic updates. You know, all these uh, Acolyte. I thought that got canceled. No, it didn't. In fact, there was, well, we're going to talk about it later, but um no i didn't get didn't get canceled at all so like all that star wars content we're gonna get some updates and maybe we'll get she hulk news and and all that other stuff so i'm down there's so much on disney plus that i'm looking forward to that i'm happy about this idea yeah because i thought rangers of the republic got canceled and they announced it like right after carano got fired 
No, so there was a lot. There were rumors that would get canceled because the rumor was that she was going to be the lead, which maybe was the intention. But no, my understanding, and again, we're going to talk about the Sabine Wren live action thing later. But part of the article talking about them looking for someone for a live action Sabine Wren is that Disney's plan is to take Rangers of the New Republic, um, Ahsoka, and Mandalorian, and it's all going to culminate into one big story event. Mm. which I am 100% sure is going to revolve around Thrawn. And I and I am here for it. I am so here for it. Max is dialed in for it. Oh, dude, I am too. And, I, and if, if Mike is still here, I bet he's excited about it too. I know Mike is a big Star Wars fan. Although we've never talked about Thrawn. I don't know how he feels about Thrawn. But at this point, he that's basically my favorite Star Wars character. So any of the Thrawn content you can give me, I'll be happy about well, since uh, since Lance was back at the corner playing with Cox and doing speed tests, do you have anything you want to comment as far as the the first topic of how much creators are making when their movie when their content is being put into movies? Yeah, it's ludicrous, but it's no different than um, I mean, it's it's a largely known fact that like musicians the same like musicians make barely any money off their music and make more money off of merch and touring and stuff like that, like. I don't think there's um, the respect to content creators in in really any genre. Um, I just don't think they're getting the respect that they deserve. I think creating content is some of the hardest, uh, one of the hardest skills there is. And to be paying them only five it is, grand. It is pretty difficult to try and create content every Friday. I got to say <laughs> it, it is a struggle. It's a big struggle, especially guys. when you have somebody come in. Somebody doesn't have their yeah. mic set up. Another person. Yeah, it, I mean, you put working. you put so much hard work into it. You got a guy come in who doesn't have a mic. You got a guy come in who can't have internet. Yeah, it just <laughs> this is a constant struggle, you know. I don't know. Guys over here bragging. I'm watching the Cardinals game on this screen, and we're on this screen, but my internet doesn't work. So you know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Oh man, how much did Rob Liefeld get? Well, I, I don't know, but they're saying that pe- the creators are getting about five grand for the use of their characters and stories in the Marvel films, which is absolutely ludicrous. Million dollar, multi million dollar films, billion dollar films, and they're only. Oh, how much did Civil War pull in? Five grand, over a billion. I don't know. Civil a lot. War wasn't Rob Liefeld though. Oh no, that wasn't Rob Liefeld. But Deadpool two pulled in close to a billion. Grizzle Geek says, I was there 3,000 years ago at the dawn of time, 1991, when Thrawn was born. <laughs> I love I love Mike. You're a treasure, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Max says, exactly. Please help fill the absolute geek coffers. Yeah. Like, that's ludicrous. It's very hard to make content. Please help. I feel like we need like a uh, in the arms of an angel, like one of those like poor kid, <laughs> like country kids, or yeah, or like <laughs> sad dog commercials right here. Oh. For exactly fifty dollars a month, you can help support a creator in need. Uh, I want people to help support my Funko addiction. No, uh, we don't need that either yeah, through rehab or money no to buy more that. Funkos. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get a divorce and your wife's going to take all your Funkos in the divorce. And then you'll find me living in a ditch. <laughs> You're going to find him living in a house built of Funko boxes. 
He's just gonna have it just yeah, one giant size Funko box. I'm surprised you haven't turned your house into a Funko box. <laughs> if I could get the permit. <laughs> if I could get the permit. That's all you need. Just just give me the permit. Why does that not surprise me? <sighs> all right. So we're gonna do several reviews tonight. We got reviews for what if we got reviews for Titan, and I'm gonna do a quick spoiler-free review of Free Guy because I saw that last night. But we're gonna break them up. We're gonna do a couple news stories. Then a review, a couple news stories, then a review, a couple news stories, then a review. No com- no top five comics this week because uh, I really didn't read comics this week. So I couldn't give you a top five if I wanted to. So there we go. So let's go ahead and kick off with uh, What If. We got our first episode of What If on Wednesday, and it was What If Peggy Carter became Captain Carter. What did you guys, what's your guys' impression of What If? What did you guys think? Did you dig What If? Could you? Did you not like it? I think my biggest issue with this first episode is there was nothing that was shocking because we all knew we all knew that Captain Carter was going to be a focal point of one of the episodes. And did did anything in this in this show with like, oh, my gosh, like this changes everything like that's that's what I don't like about the show so far. It hasn't been like, oh, this is none of this seems to be uh impactful to the overarching you know timeline or multiverse well, or anything like that like i wasn't expecting it to be i was just expecting them to be kind of like some fun stories you know on the side um i wasn't particularly interested in this one I, and i don't know why I, I i will say this i don't like the art style at all um that's really hard for me to get past which is interesting because it's very similar to the art style and like the Walking Dead video games, like the Telltale games. To me, to me, it gives a similar vibe, but I hate it. I don't, I don't like it in a TV format. So that that was a big holdup for me. But the story was okay. Like I enjoyed this episode to a degree, but I didn't love it. You know, it was like Lance Lance's opinion on Suicide Squad for me. I liked it. I didn't love it. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was I, I didn't mind the art style. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. The voice acting for me really got it. Like, it's like they just phoned it in. Like, they didn't really give a passionate, you know, effort or portrayal into and put in the maximum effort into the the voice acting in these characters. And it, to me, it killed me that like you're you're here for Captain Carter. You're here for seeing Peggy Carter stand up and become captain carter but still steve rogers got the shine still steve rogers outshined yeah, her he got the hydra stomper isn't that what's called yeah he got basically the first iron man out armor but also he was still like the the same person like where he was the small kid from brooklyn who would fight the bullies and no matter what and stand up and like he was still that person he still outshined her so I'm like, yeah, what, did Peggy Carter's personality change at all? I don't think so. No, no. And I'm kind of still like, all right, well, she owes you a dance. Cool, man. Or he owes you a dance. Cool. And it was still kind of like the same tropes from Captain America, the first Avenger. But you would think like she, this, her being a story about her being captain, getting the super soldier serum and her being Captain Carter, that she would kind of get that shine and, she would kind of be that forefront a little bit over Steve Rogers. It, it's still Steve Rogers still outshined her. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I do think that Steve Rogers outshined her. I think it's interesting that you guys say that you don't think her personality changed because I don't feel like I could see um, why am I Haley Atwell portraying the character this way because like this felt very different from what we saw in the first Avenger. Like she's super serious in there, but in the what if show, she became a lot more fun and like kind of jubilant is the word i guess i'm looking for i don't know it felt like a a slightly different character than what we've seen in the past which is fine it's a multiverse so they can be a little different but see i'm not talking about her portrayal of of carters i'm talking like in what if from before she got the serum to after like there really wasn't to me that much of a personality change see and that's another struggle it's hard for there to be be able to tell because you have they're trying to take a two-hour movie and condense an alternate version within 30 minutes. So I really don't feel like I got to know her personality before she took the serum at all. I'm kind of going off of if she has the same personality as Peggy from First Avenger, I felt like after taking the serum, she was different than that version of the character that I saw before. Yeah, and like I just think she's always been like that strong female character. And even like in the Agent Carter show, she was that strong, kick-ass female character. And and I just would like to see that play out here and not see her take shine to Steve Rogers. I think this would have benefited so much more if they left the Steve Rogers Hydra stomper thing out of it. He wasn't even a part of it. I like agree. He, he gets shot and that's it. Like, that's all you see. Like done. I was thinking that just a minute know? ago, they should have killed him right there. Yeah. Or that's what I thought they were going to do. When he got shot, he just die. killed him. No, but I think I didn't, so I gave up on the, so Mike was asking, did we see the agent Carter series? And I, you, both of you did. Correct? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave up six episodes in. I loved that show. It's shot it. like a soft core porno. It's all fuzzy on the sides and stuff. I hate it. Well, yeah. Cause it's supposed to be like old timey. It's supposed to be that way. I hated it. Aesthetic. Which Lance. is so weird. Cause you love that time. period. Get cultured not, Lance. God damn it. I, I, I do like show. that time period of movies, like that gangster, like uh time period and stuff. And, I season one of that show season one was definitely better than season two but i liked it all i thought it was a good time but i just choose to forget that whole marvel tv well era. at this point they can say it's all canon it's just multiverse it's interesting where this falls into though as far as like because we'll get into it in a little bit but disney put out the their new definitive marvel timeline of the way to watch these shows and movies and it's interesting where these this falls in the list so it is interesting there's something to keep in mind with this though is that these are they've already said this stuff is canon so this stuff is going to play come back to play a big part somewhere else down the line but next week next wednesday we get our last performance of chadwick boseman in marvel so that should be i think that'll be a highly watched episode for that fact alone yeah i plan on watching it because kevin feige or or the producer of this i don't know who came out and said it but they said that the what if series is a must watch to know what's going on in the marvel universe and so far i don't see how yeah but it is again it's it's the first episode. It's they're kind of you're kind of getting your feet wet with some some very familiar content and topics that I feel like have kind of been outdone. Like I kind of wonder if if 
my opinion would be different if they started with a different character instead of Captain Carter. Like if they would have kicked off with something else other than that, then this storyline would it be different. But I just kind of feel like we've revisited this storyline in Captain America so many times that it's just like I'm I'm kind of over it. It's yeah. kind of like being in college. How many times can you eat ramen noodles before you're sick of them for life? <laughs> you know. Now the one thing I noticed in this episode was Bucky never has a chance to become Winter Soldier. Yeah, See, I, I thought that, Steve yeah. was going to become Winter Soldier. That would have been cool. Like when he gets blown up on the train, I thought he was going to become Winter Soldier. So explain um, to me, Captain Carter works for Shield, or she soon discovers she Shield, and she works for the U.S. government. Why is she dressed in British? She doesn't work for she doesn't work for the U.S. government. She works for British for the British intelligence. Oh, I must have missed that. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, really. She, I was having a hard time paying attention. In, to this in Agent Carter, in Agent Carter, she did. Yeah, but in in the original Captain America, she was definitely British intelligence. So, I think later on, she she becomes like a consultant or part of like a kind of a team work sort of thing or ally sort of thing with between British intelligence and the American army and the war and all that but yeah she was she's captain captain carter but are you i mean are you guys looking forward to, to continuing on and do you think this is going to get better or do you think it's gonna, just going to get more and more rough the one that i'm most excited to see like of course chadwick boseman his last performance like like that has me intrigued but the story that i'm excited to see is when they introduce the zombies yeah, that's what I hear a lot of people saying. That's like the one I'm. Well, this one was the one I was least interested in. Zombies is next least interested. I'm I'm excited for the Chadwick Boseman one. I think that's going to be cool. The Guardians of the Galaxy uh, twist one is going to be cool. I'm I'm looking forward to these. I think it's. I think it's going to be uh, a cool yeah. show. There you go. Mike said it. She's part of the Allied Strategic Command. So there you go. Yeah, I don't know. The next episode is is uh, Chadwick Boseman's. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, I'll still watch it, but I'm more. I mean, every, I think everyone's gonna watch it just because it's Marvel. But it just, I, I don't know. People were like, I've had people tell me, "Oh man, what if was so amazing?" I'm just like, why? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do you feel that way? Because I don't <laughs> think so. Like, it didn't give us yeah, anything new. I mean, all it really gave you new was her as Captain America and Steve Rogers is the first Iron Man. But, you know, and I think the actor who plays Howard Stark did a fantastic job in it with his voice. But there's just times where, like, Sebastian was that Dominic Cooper? Yeah, I think so. Reprising it? Yeah. Well, I the think, guy that did Steve Rogers sounded amazingly like Chris Evans. He did. Um, he did a really good job. But Sebastian Stan, I felt like at times, just kind of phoned it in. The dude who plays Dum Dum Dugan. I felt kind of phoned his in Neil McDonald. I kind of chuckled at how bad it was when she goes and finds them all in prison and he speaks his first line. And I'm just like, this is terrible. It's almost like they did it during the pandemic, all from their houses. Probably. And there wasn't a producer there to say, Hey, do that line again. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Oh, let me grab my iPhone and just record all my lines right here. From my bathroom. I'm freaking neighbors lighting up fireworks. If you guys can hear that, I'm sorry. I can't awesome. hear it. 
My dogs don't like it. (laughs) Max lives in the hood. There's a drive by (laughs) his neighborhood. But yeah, so Mike says, "Didn't screw it up." up, I liked it. it. Mike says, "Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) how I feel about it." It was, it was fine. It's definitely not giving me that I have to watch it vibe like Loki and WandaVision did. It was like I can't miss this. You know, I watched every episode of WandaVision and Loki twice at least. I'm not being too harsh on it because it could still churn out some pretty incredible stuff, but I'm just like, meh. The the voice acting in this episode is really what got me. Just really, which was not on on top of this game. I didn't mind the voice acting. For me, what makes me less excited about it is it's just there's no like overarching story over the season. It's just a bunch of shorts, basically, which is cool. I'm still interested in it, but well, I think there is, and I think the watcher is going to be that overarching. He's going to be the thread of that overarching story. Is that okay, each week he's going to take you into a different multiverse or different universe with you I know, thought he did different a good situations. Job. Yes, I did. I too. thought his voice acting was pretty good. I forget yeah, what his name is, but it's the guy from um, Westworld, Westworld. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't think of his name. He's going to be maybe. yeah, he's going to be the new Alfred. No. Or no, no, he's, he's, he's Commissioner Gordon. 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 Yeah, yeah, he's Gordon. Sorry. But all right, moving uh, on here, we're going to talk about AMC's. I know Max said you want to talk about AMC Warner Brothers on the forty-five day theater window. What's going on with that, Max? So basically, they just came to an agreement that uh, that they're not going to release on HBO Max anymore. There's going to be forty-five day window as of twenty twenty-two for any new Warner Brothers movies. Um, I'm not surprised by this at all. I didn't expect that HBO Max was going to keep releasing all their movie or that Warner Brothers was going to keep releasing every movie on HBO Max. It was too good to be true, but um, I don't know. I just, I just thought it was an interesting development, but the, it's only going to be 45 days though. So like, I like that. So Paramount's Paramount, doing right now. Yeah. Paramount's doing the same thing. And and that was enough to get me to subscribe to Paramount. I'm like, Oh cool. So the new mission impossible movie, a quiet place too. I get to watch those again, 45 days later. Cause I'm the kind of guy that like when a new movie comes out, I like to watch it multiple times. And so, it does save me some money because then I'm not going to the theater three times. If I can just wait 45 days and watch it at home. Whereas before it was like, you're waiting half a year in order to get, you know, get to see it again. So I like it. I think it's cool. 45 day window works for me. I can, you know, watch Batman 45 days after on my TV after I've seen it in theaters already. Everything that I read said an exclusive agreement, right? So does that mean that AMC, AMC is not going to be the only theater showing these movies, like all the theaters. Why is it called an exclusive agreement? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it is only going to be AMC. That would be weird if it was only. Well, AMC. if you've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of the theatrical releases, there have been movies that are only playing at AMCs that I, I've looked at. But like, I want to see that movie and I can't find it. Harkins. I'm, they're only playing at AMCs. I haven't seen that. I'm is trying it to think of whatever it's smaller. No, it was a bigger one. Like there was one that I was trying to think of that I really wanted to see, and it was only playing at an AMC. Like it wasn't playing at any of the Harkins. Well, that would be a bummer. AMC but, is like my third choice when it comes to Arizona theaters. I mean, yeah, they're not. Yeah, if I have to go to an AMC, I'll go. I I don't mind. I don't dislike AMC. I mean, I like their um. What is it called, Lance? That you love so much at AMC? The uh, their soda yeah. fountain. What was that, Lance? 
No, no, the uh, special, like it's their IMAX, whatever that's called. Dolby. Oh, their their Dolby. Dolby. I love their Dolby Digital. Like that is a real, that is probably like the best movie going experience that is out there. I think it's better than IMAX. But otherwise, Fat Cats for me, that's where I like to go if I if I can. And then Harkins. Harkins is is second place. Once Harkins can get some recliners going, it'll be first place for me again. Their popcorn and drinks are just they're too good of a deal. Uh, my, my, the Harkins I got to have recliners. That's why I like going there. There you go. Mine does not. Yeah, I live out Scottsdale and one has recliners, so I prefer to go there if we go to Harkins, but it's so dang far. Yeah, it's far away. So that's what happens when you live out in the boonies, boys. Not out in the boonies. Speaking <laughs> of which, Matt made a big Lots old fuss of, last week that he wasn't uh, invited to the Halo party, and then I invited him, and he hasn't even RSVP'd yes or no. Well, now that I hear that you had COVID, I don't know if I want to go. I was actually <laughs> going to think about going, and I was like, <laughs> you know, I was gonna, I was gonna do it because my my fiance is out sitting in in Scottsdale this weekend, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll go to to hit up free comic book day tomorrow, guys. You know, free comic book day if you're into that is is tomorrow. So good visit your local shop. It's gonna do some free comic book day stuff. I got my fantasy draft tomorrow, so I was gonna do that. And I was like, I'm "Yeah, that I didn't get invited to you, asshole." Yeah, sorry. I got a, I got a set number of people, man. We played like for big money. Invited. He he put he put it out on Facebook. You were just too slow. It sounds. We like. got big monies on the line, and then I was like, "I might mosey on over to the Max's and kick some nerds' butts in Halo." And then, well, you might want to get a hotel room about half the distance between. Yeah, I should. <laughs> and, then, and then and then start go driving today. And go see the the wife you to be afterwards, and then go home. But now that you're like, oh, I just got over COVID. I'm like, ooh, yeah, mm, I'm good. I, I don't know if I want to now. <laughs> I I understand, but at the same time, I wouldn't be continuing to host the party if I thought it was contagious. They say after ten days from symptoms is when you're no longer. In. I mean, I've tomorrow been vaccinated. Like 15, I've, I've got the guinea pig shot, but I'm like, oof, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Which that. Which one now. did you get, Matt? Johnson Johnson. <laughs> Me too. You guys got the baby, the baby vaccine. That's the only thing I think of. The only name of any of those that I recognize. I was like, I'm going to go with the one that's been washing my hair since I was you know, <laughs> an infant. Lad, a wee babe. Yeah. <laughs> a wee baby. I wanted to do Johnson & Johnson, which I kind of wish I would have, but I'm lazy. I didn't want to drive that far. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just go to the Walgreens down the street. It's they Costco. do Moderna. But then I had to do two shots. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, well. And I still I'm, got it. I'm not going to preach to people about what you to uh, get or not to get it. Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm but I'm just like, mm, I don't want to die. So the three of us are bigger guys. So we're at risk of the the complications, you know, killing us. Yeah. So way to bring the mood of the, for me to get it. Way to bring the mood of the room down there, Lance. <laughs> But yeah, I'm kind of disappointed though because I like the I like to be able to watch them on HBO Max when they come out. I like watching that release. Like I liked watch, being able to watch um, Mortal Kombat that way. I liked being able to watch Suicide Squad that way. Thank God I watched Godzilla versus Kong that way. Damn. You know, Wonder Woman '84. I'm like, thank God I watched that that way. You know, and, and yeah, just, it's I'm movies that I just didn't expect it to last. No, I would, well, I would have loved it too, but yeah. who knows? Because the, the movie theaters are just coming back, and now we're getting this Delta wave. So who knows if they can survive another wave of shutdowns or yeah. movies being pushed? Because that's part of the problem is there's not, there wasn't big 
box office blockbusters coming through to to make people want to come to the theaters and you can yeah. watch it in their homes or or whatever and then you got movies like you know that are just now being pushed like we're going to talk about it in a little bit with all well, we can just talk about it now and i'll skip it but like venom carnage or venom let there be carnage that got pushed right. october so and now they're talking about pushing it again to january so there it just how you know how long can theaters survive without these big these big blockbusters being there yeah and i think the theater experience is never going to be the same i mean which on the sucks venom that they thing, push that one because spider-man will definitely get pushed if they push venom into january i don't think so because they're not pushing they haven't announced that they're pushing anything else like they haven't said they're going to push ghostbusters they haven't said that they're going to put like they're talking about pushing mission impossible and and the new james bond but they haven't pushed ghostbusters yet they haven't pushed any of the marvel stuff in fact marvel came out and said that they intend to go forth with the the release schedule for shang Shang, shang chi and eternals so i don't see i mean i you'd have to believe there'd be a big conversation between marvel studios and sony if they're going to try and push spider-man well you remember that they were the last ones to really push black widow yeah they were like really steadfast about it like no it's going to keep its release window and then they're getting closer and i think it was about a month away when they finally announced and then scarlett johansson now now that scarlett johansson is throwing out the the lawsuits i don't think you're going to see anything else get pushed at disney plus but yeah probably not which sucks because free guy is the kind of movie i would have loved to just watch in my house so here's some interesting thing about free guy free guy is actually because of the the Fox Disney deal, Free Guy actually is going to hit HBO Max before it hits Disney Plus. Yeah, I heard so that. There's a, there's a deal there for that movie to go to HBO Max before it comes to to Disney Plus. How long how long would it be on HBO Max? I I don't. But well, Sony and Disney Plus worked out a deal, so like a lot of those Sony properties are going to come to Hulu and Disney Plus now too. We'll see. But, but there, a bunch of them are on Netflix and HBO Max, I think. Save the movie theaters. Uh, we got, like uh, Max was referencing earlier, the Ahsoka series is starting to ramp up, and we're starting to get some news that they're looking for their live-action Sabine Wren. And I'm just going to say they missed the boat by not having it be Sasha Banks. I think she would have been perfect. Who's Sasha Banks? She's a WWE wrestler. And she was in the second season of the, and she was in the Mandalorian. She played one of the, the Mandalorians. Oh Mandalorian. yeah, there was um, there was speculation that she was going to be Sabine, and then obviously turned out to, she turned out to be not. nobody. Yeah, yeah, I'm not like a fan caster. I don't have any ideas of who could play Sabine. I know, I, I know who Lance has in mind for Taron Egerton. I don't even know who that is. That <laughs> Taron Egerton is going to play Sabine Wren. <laughs> Sabine Wren is uh she's from Star Wars Rebels. I know you haven't watched the Star Wars cartoons, but yeah, she's from Star Wars Rebels. She's a Mandalorian. Uh she wields the dark saber at one point. She's really into art. Um she's she's a cool character and never officially, but kind of Ezra Miller, his love interest. He was another character from Rebels who's a Jedi. Um you say Ezra Miller? Did it Miller? He did say Ezra, Ezra Miller. Bridger. <laughs> Ezra Bridger. Like a flash? <laughs> you want to fight? 
I'm like, wait a minute, dude. You're losing me here. Like, I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. Ezra Bridger. <laughs> I got the last name wrong there. But, like, uh, this this to me is very good news. Um, because the way Star Wars Rebels ends, you know, Sabine and Ahsoka are tied into a story arc together. And so this to me means they are going to be looking for Ezra. It's going to tie into Thrawn, which we kind of already expected because Ahsoka's episode in the Mandalorian season two mentioned Thrawn, but it just confirms for me that they're doing exactly what I want them to do, which is to go find Ezra, who I really hope is going to be the actor who played Aladdin. I think that that's a good uh, theory out there, but I'm stoked about it. And my brother was telling me he thinks it'd be fun if they kind of don't tell you that Ezra for sure is going to be in it and that they don't like even tell you who it is and you get a cool Luke Skywalker moment where Ezra kind of just comes in and, and does something cool, but then he would stick around on like Luke. I don't know. I'm, I'm stoked for the possibilities uh, of what, what could, what could uh, go on here. I think you're going to get more Luke in the next season of Mandalorian though. Better I'm game for you. that, but they need to, they don't, don't CGI his face. Get, get they did the, they hired the deep fake guy that did the yeah, really they, good job. They deep fake him. I don't like the idea of that. I feel like it's going to look off. Oh, dude, the YouTube video looks so much better than what they did it in does. the show. It does, but it still looks fake. They just, just need to hire Sebastian Stan. I know. I just wonder if like they don't want to pay him what he wants because they already have other big names in the show. He's like, I'm already making that Marvel money. I'll come make some of that Star Wars money too. Right? You know? I'll take the Samuel Jackson approach. <laughs> yeah, make both the monies. Um, you know what a headline on what on Yahoo was today was Samuel Jackson's gonna have uh, Nick Fury's gonna have more facial hair. <laughs> that was the whole article. Slow news day. <laughs> Slow news day. I clicked it too. I'm a sucker. <laughs> yeah, they clickbaited it. it. Worked good for them. Huh? They clickbaited you right in. And the the whole article is just Nick Fury to have more facial hair in next movie. How? I mean, what, does Insider at Disney? Because well, they're. <laughs> So the whole Sabine Wren thing, that's all over the control of the Darksaber, right? And now Mando has a Darksaber. So what, how, is that, how do you think that plays out? And someone I has to kill know. him to get it, right? No, you don't have to kill him. You have to defeat them in combat. But even that oh. is a bit of a loop, is a bit of a plot hole. Because during Rebels, Sabine just gives it right. to, um, blanking on the character's name, but the one who was in Mandalorian season two, a Bo-Katan. Yeah. Like he just gives, she, like Sabine just gives it to Bo-Katan or Bo-Katan, however you want to say it. So it's just weird that now all of a sudden in Mandalorian season two, oh no, I can't take that from you, even though he's trying to give it to her. So I yeah, you can use it to defeat me in combat. Yeah. Uh, there's, but that's not the first time that's happened. There was also the whole, you can't take your helmet off thing that all the Star Wars fans were like, yes, you can. But then they came up with a good explanation of, you know, it's like the Death Watch, like an, like an offshoot of the Death Watch that's like extra crazy. Like, okay, so that makes sense now. So I don't know, maybe they're going to come up with some reason that Bo-Katan's unwilling to accept the sword like she did when Sabine gave it to her. Or maybe we're going to learn that she accepted the sword and then people didn't respect her for it because she didn't win it. I don't know. So she doesn't want to go through that same thing again. We'll see. I, I think there's a lot of potential, though. And I think there's going to be a good amount of crossover between Mandalorian and and Ahsoka. Yeah, I think if you don't bring in if you don't bring in Thrawn and Ezra, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. 
because there's there's a lot of money to be made with those characters. Yeah, I think Thrawn's going to be involved in all of them. So maybe not Mandalorian season three. I think they might wait for the Ahsoka series, which is coming out after. But my prediction is that you're going to get a season of Ahsoka with like a Thrawn story arc. I think Thrawn's going to be slightly involved in Rangers of the New Republic. And then maybe Mando season four is going to kind of tie all of it together and have a culminating story. I, I think it could be a multi-year story with him. I, he's a very big villain. And uh, he's, you know, he's a cash cow. People have grown to like that character a lot. So they want to milk it. Oh, What's yeah. the Jar Jar Pink show come out? Never. Oh, Never. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Now that, now that we've got that <laughs> that riffraff out of here. <laughs> uh, now that he's now in timeout, asking about Jar Jar Binks. What the hell's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Could you hear me, scre- you hear me screaming at you? No, I thought you Let flipping me, back me off. Motherfuck- I don't give a shit about Star Wars, dude. Like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Would it alienate half fan. of our listeners? Hey, Star Wars is freaking the bomb, man. All right, we'll move on then. Let's go ahead and like give series, so. our review. So it's been a big week for Geek. And not only did we get one F, but on Thursday, we got the first three episodes of the new seasons of Titans. We're spoiling it, right? We, we're, we can spoil it, yeah. You want to spoil it? We Good, can spoil there's it. Things, there's <laughs> things I want to talk out that are major spoilers. Uh, I'm so Matt, mad. Are you okay? I'm right. not okay. I'm not Go. okay because Go of ahead. episode three. Go <laughs> ahead. Start us off, Lance. If you want to spoil it up, go ahead. What the hell, DC? Why Hank? Of all my the favorite. characters. Why my Hank? favorite. Because he deserved it. That's why. How dare you? He deserved it. He was a he, I mean, he was an idiot. He got himself in that situation. Yes, he was. And he was an idiot. Like, everything Jason was asking him to do is just doing it. Like, that was dumb, dude. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get naked Dove, for though, you. I would not watch another episode. If what? If oh, it if was Dove was the one that died. Oh, I would. I still would. I would too. She's definitely the hottest type. Look, I mean, look, we got things we didn't think we were gonna get, like straight out of the comics. You get Jason Todd meeting his man, his end at the hands of the Joker. Where we get a lot of Nightwing action right off the bat. You're getting Scarecrow in in Crane. You're getting there's there's so much in play already at yeah. season three that the Titans have left San Francisco and they've come to Gotham as you know the death of Jason Todd brings the Titan Dick back to Gotham and like Bruce Wayne like you get Barbara Gordon Commissioner Gordon fresh out of jo- Killing Joke even though she's missing a leg but she's still paralyzed. Yeah, I thought like, that for, it took me the longest time to be like. Is she just crossing her legs or? Yeah, I was like that too. And I was like, oh no, she's missing a leg. But, you know, straight out of killing joke and she's now the commissioner and Bruce Wayne gives up being Batman because they they basically, her and Dick basically, yeah, he kills the Joker. He does the one thing that Batman never does and he crossed that line and he killed the Joker. And then he, it's, it's been good. It's been good. I just had a really big issue um, with the, like, it was like five five minutes into the first episode when, like, I liked the Nightwing stuff, or the, yeah, the Nightwing stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, it was a little cheesy with the, how a bunch of electricity was conducing through everything. But when Corey 
does a stupid one-liner and says, I know, I'm hot. Yes. I was like, like, oh my gosh. I'm like, please don't tell me this is going to be the rest of the series. She does look better this season than she did the last two. Yes, the the costume makes a world of difference. Yeah, she looks less like a prostitute. No, she looks good. I I, I like her character and pretty much always have, but I loved season one. Like, I actually liked the dark, gritty tone they went with, but I understand I was in the minority. Season two, I thought, found a pretty good balance of, like, the gritty and the and like the not the light campy right with the lightheartedness but then season three started off really campy with that scene and so i was getting really worried um but it, it isn't like that it was just like uh, that one instance that was pretty campy but otherwise was, I i'm not, pretty good i'm not the biggest fan of red hood's mask i don't like the mask either i think it's perfect it's it's very it's very spot on comic accurate i just don't like the whole outfit is in the front I think the outfit's cool. It, he looks a little ridiculous when he's not wearing the mask because it's all bunched up here. Kind of looks like his head's being propped looks up. Like, looks like your internet. <laughs> Ridiculous. Hey, it's working now. But um, the mask has that curve in the front of his face to, to like for the cheekbones. And uh, it's a little bit too profound. Yeah, for me, it's the profile. When I see the profile, that's when it kind of gets off for me. It looks like... Um, you know, Robot Man and Doom Patrol, which is fine because he's supposed to look kind of silly. So I don't know. It's just for me, it looks, um, it is comic book accurate. This picture looks really good. And in the promo materials, I thought it looked really good. It's just in action. I thought his helmet looked goofy. I love it. I think it looks awesome. If I could have one, I would have one on my shelf. I do I'm not a huge Red Hood fan, but I love the way he looks in this show. I want to see him with the hood up because he doesn't really have the hood up very often uh, in the show so far. I think he looks cooler when the hood's on. But it, we only get some of the Titans. Though. We only get um, Garfield. We get Connor, um, Dick, and then we get Hawk and Dove, Hank and Donna. and No, Hank and um, I can't think of Dove's name. Don. 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 And then Corey. Uh, Raven is off. You know, Beast Boy makes reference to it that Raven has gone off to try and revive Donna Troy somehow. And so it's it's very been very, very interesting. And I thought like I think like the dynamic between Bruce Wayne, um, Barbara Gordon, and Dick was really, really good. And when they're all sitting there and she really starts like those scenes. going yeah, off on him for being them. a psychopath. And I love the Easter eggs. Like I love that he already like started looking for another Robin and you get some of the, the classic Robins yeah. name dropped, like Carrie Kelly and Duke Thomas. And well, you know, we Drake. get our, we get our first look at Tim Drake. Yep. And there's, there's a lot of Easter eggs in these first couple episodes to, yeah. to call back to Titan. So. Which I think I think Tim Drake's going to stick. I think there's a reason they showed more of his character. Yeah. And he's I like him. I really like him. I'm interested I, to see how they go because I almost feel like they're going to make him more of Nightwing's Robin than being Batman's Robin. They might. They might. Do I just really... Gonna, I've never... Go ahead. Do you think this is eventually going to go the route of bringing in... Um, Damien? I I don't know because you're already at an older you're already at an older Bruce Wayne. He's already middle aged. Where and he basically just gave up the game and handed over the cowl to to Dick. Yeah, but if Damien's like twelve so, or thirteen years old, then if he's middle aged, that makes sense. But he then why bothered him twelve years ago? Yeah, but why would you have why bring in Tim Drake then? Why not just skip right yeah. over to Damien? 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I don't I don't foresee Damien being in in Titans, honestly. But Damien is such a right. huge and such a massively popular character that I wouldn't be surprised like to him. see something done with him. I love Damien. I like I like Damien. Yeah, I like I how him. he's kind of like a, a smart ass Robin. You he's I mean? he's like, probably my favorite Robin, honestly. I love him. Uh, maybe after Dick, you know, he's just the classic Robin. But I love Damien. Jason really Todd was always like, my least favorite Robin. I like Tim Drake a lot, you know, because he's he's a good he's a good soul. He but, was everyone's least favorite Robin. That's why they voted to kill him. Really? Yeah, that's Dude. that's how he died. That's how he died. Is they that's DC right. he held a, vote, a poll, right. and he was voted. They voted to kill him. And then he became super cool as Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Well, he's still kind of like an angsty teenager boy with daddy issues but so that's my one thing i felt like so the first episode they kill um jason todd joker does and i thought it would be like an episode or two before red hood introduced himself it happened really suddenly like he's dead and then there's red hood like do you feel like there was enough of transition to like explain that now he's crazy See, well, they haven't explained it yet. Yeah, they haven't explained it yet, and it, it depends on how they bring him back. If they, because they name dropped Rachel Ghoul in there, which would be the Lazarus Pit, which would be more comic accurate. But I don't know if that's the way he got brought back. Yeah. Which I mean, and and the whole like them saying Bruce Wayne doesn't know anything about it because he wouldn't have run off like he did if he actually, and he wouldn't have killed the Joker if he actually didn't think that Jason was dead. So it, I think it's going to have something to do with the drug. And I almost want to, I'm almost worried they're going to go like the arrow route with the, the Chimera drug that they had in an arrow and, and where it gave everyone powers. And I just, I almost wonder if he's making like a synthetic Lazarus pit drug. And that's why he's studying chemistry and, and all that stuff that brought him back to life. Yeah, that's one of the yeah. mysteries I'm excited to learn more about. And that was the thing that confused me that. too, is because he was never like super intelligent in the last two seasons. And then in this season, he developed a drug by reading an old high school chemistry book. Well, even Dick says that he's never been a reader. He's never been a, yeah. a very like... A, <laughs> Honestly, I think he's working with with Scarecrow. That's what I was just going to say. That makes more sense to me, is that he's working with Scarecrow. By the way, I love that Scarecrow is like a huge pothead. <laughs> right? That that was funny. Up, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not the, you know, the Scarecrow that we've uh, seen before in, in live action, at least. He was very different. I loved it. Yeah. That was yeah. a good take. Cillian Murphy, to me, was like the perfect Scarecrow. Oh, and now that that dude is being investigated for uh, misconduct on the set, so oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, well, that keeps going. And am I the only one that noticed? Did they use two different dogs for crypto? I didn't notice because, like, they, they probably did. To me, it looks like a different dog in episode one to then what they're using in episode two and three. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I don't know. It's cute dog. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the really cute Fun. dog. 
And but Superboy's it, fun. I've enjoyed seeing Superboy. He's like so naive, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy that. I love that he's like really smart too, you know? Like he was putting together that device to try to stop the um, EKG thing that was on Hank's chest. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> Kyle says cute dog. The EKG bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which he's, he's part Lex Luthor and part Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So he should be intelligent. My thing was, what what was this prototype developed for? What, like, why War. was this even? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like, what's the? Maybe it's an interrogation technique. Maybe that's it. I just couldn't understand the practical use for this device. It's cool, and it makes for a good episode. I'm and how is it so available that Jason Todd was able to get it so easily? <laughs> Well, I mean, well, it's Wayne. It's Wayne, Wayne Tech. It's yeah. Yeah, he hacked into his into Wayne Enterprises and got into their weapons division and was able to obtain the prototype because I mean, he is Bruce Wayne's adopted son. So, and I loved like the merry chase that that Jason took them on and how clever he was and that he put the trigger in the gun that Don ended up basically killing Hank and the fallout from that a week from from thursday i'm excited to see what it's going to be although i could see them doing you know walking dead and other shows do this too i could see them giving us an episode that's all raven so we don't get to see any of this hank death fallout stuff oh that shit pisses me off next week it's going to just be raven that's that's all we're going to get which would be cool too i like i like raven I but i like the way he's making the titans beat themselves he's not really doing it because you know he he was like you want to save him, bring, rob this, uh, go, you know, rob this armored truck. And Dick was like, why would he need that? He's, he, I can wire you that money right now. You don't need money. What's this about? And Jason's like, just do it. And Dick's calling his bluff, but Dove doesn't. So she goes after it. And then her and Dick are fighting and Jason catches them off guard. The whole reason Hank's in that predicament anyway, because he thinks Jason is just this, naive little punk that he's gonna get the best of and he's like if i ever you know he's talking about how he's gonna kick the shit out of him and and if he has to kill him he's gonna kill him well what happened you know he underestimated him and jason got the upper hand yeah he's turning out to be a very good villain i I love seeing villains like this which why stripped down naked swim across this pool wouldn't have been like oh red flag (laughs) this is a trap you know He's killing people. He's kidnapping children and stuff. But I'm just going to get naked and jump into this pool and swim across it because he said so. And I'm disappointed that we got, you know, the women got the swoo over Hank butt, but we didn't even get like a glint of like Dove side boob. (laughs) There's nothing. Okay. Which at that moment when they started to have sex, I'm like, this is stupid. His heart rate's going to go up. Like, think about if she never got on him, he might still be alive. Because Connor true, barely though. didn't get into that room. I was like, man, we're going to get some hot side boob action. And it never so Dove came. killed him twice. Well, I just thought, I, I, yeah. The two of them together is like my favorite thing about Titans. And so this is a big bummer for me, unless they pull a comic book storyline and bring him back to life somehow, which honestly I'd be fine with. I don't even care if it's campy and stupid. I want Hank that. back. He essentially evaporated. Like, yeah, he's figured it out. Raven's power to smithereens. Like I get it. When there's a body, you take him to Lazarus pit or whatever. Yeah. There's no body. 
They can take his ashes. Reassemble. I'm almost worried that they're going to pull a Superboy runs the opposite way and reverses time to where he can get the into the point. fucking room a little bit quicker to save Hank's life. I'm like, oh, please don't go that route. Or Flash, or Flash comes in. He's like, no, my best friend. Yeah, I'm like Kid my Flash shows Hank. up and. Hey man, that that scene in Justice Snyder Cut Justice League was pretty cool though. But yeah, they can't do that every time. They can't just reverse time. They've done that every so scenario. many times. Was was it Superman two or one where he flies against the axis of uh, Earth? Yeah, he like turns the world uh, turns the world around. You just see the lines going around the Earth. Was it Superman one? I think so. so yeah, dumb dude. Sorry. Yeah, that's the such first. Such a cheap, such a cheap story tool. But back then, that was like more unique now it's overused yeah but so far season three you get the first three episodes of titans on hbo max i'd highly recommend it it's been a fun watch it has. For the first three episodes I enjoyed it. but i i am worried because season two was fantastic for the first half and then it just fell apart so i'm really hoping that doesn't happen here but so far so good and another red hood news um the actor that plays um Robbie in um Cobra Kai is in talks to play a live action Jason Todd. He's in I talks like to be a live cool. action like in a movie. Yep. Huh, that'd so, be cool. Yeah, I like him. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see him play crazy because he hasn't. Really, he's he always seems so straight. You know what I mean? Like, like the way he the way he is as Robbie and Cobra Kai. Like he's just never a lot of facial emotions. And he's always just like straight as an arrow type thing. You know. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see him go off the rails a little bit. I wonder if he can do that. Mike says, "What about King Spawn out selling Marvel and DC?" Here's my thing, real quick. My real quick rant on that. It's easy to outsell. Marvel and DC when Tom McFarlane goes, all right, I'm only going to sign this one variant copy of King spawn one time at CGC and never going to sign it again. If you ever ask me to do it at a show, I'll never sign it again. And you got to do it through your local comic shop. And when, if you know how variants work, that means you have to buy a shitload of copies to get that. The store has to buy a shitload of copies to get that variant. So if enough people wanted that variant, they're going to, Buy those those copies to secure to, to you know to acquire that variant. So it's no shocker that King Spawn outsold Marvel and DC on all of those because of all of those circumstances. Like McFarlane threw a curveball and, and did it right because you know that that variant is ridiculously high numbered. Or well, it's, you have to buy a ridiculously high number of copies to get that autograph very king spawn one variant and so it's it's not so wait shock. in a couple of years when he starts signing them <laughs> yes so you'll need to see how number two sells yeah i'm not buying 250 copies of a book for a variant there it's exactly kyle exactly so we'll have to see how issue two sells before we get excited about king spawn outselling marvel and dc but um, let's go on to big Love Sonic this. two news. Adris Elba is going to be the voice of knuckles. 
in the Sonic 2 movie. I love uh, this. Yeah, it's an interesting choice, but I'm here for it. It is, because I don't see Knuckles having that type of voice. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. He's always been, like, super serious. Like, Max knows this. I'm a huge Sonic fan. In fact, I was playing yeah. Sonic a couple hours ago today. And he he uh, always has, like a like, a deeper, more serious tone to him. Like, going off of Ben... Uh, I forget his last name, the voice of Sonic, who's very jovial and like hyper and mm. stuff. Oh, I Schwartz, think it might yeah. be a nice contrast. You know, he was, he was always the more level headed one. The richest says fart noise. Is that your way of saying you don't like this? Nice, nice fart noise, bro. But I'm okay. I'm indifferent. Like I like the the first Sonic movie enough. I'm a super, I'm a Knuckles fan. I'm excited for Knuckles, but I'll just have to wait and see what is that his official Knuckles. design? Yeah, that's the official design. Mm-hmm. Again, drop. See, I'm not so sure now. about that. Why? It's how he I think it's how he looks. I think it looks all right. I don't know. It's maybe it's something with the eyes. I don't know what it is. Well, complain enough, and they'll fix it, like they did last time. <laughs> Kyle says, I also fart noise. <laughs> cool. Uh, thanks, Kyle. No, I don't know what it is. Like, is this is his head really tall? Maybe that's no. what it is. Might just be I don't know. It looks fine to me. Yeah, I think it looks good, but I'm not I won't pro- profess to be some big Knuckles fan. They got rid of the um so Sonic has a little white eyebrow piece in between his eyes to make it look like his eyes are continuous that he doesn't have that that's true he doesn't he's also not a hedgehog <laughs> yeah, he's a kachina or something like that right what do they call that so it's it's good to distinguish the two um like we were talking before uh sony pushes mar uh, venom's let there be carnage but the um but the actor who plays Eddie Brock came out and said that it's not because Sony is disappointed with the film. In fact, they are very, very excited for the film. So. Yeah. Then why, why are they pushing it? Do you guys think think it's COVID related? Yes. It's Delta. I mean, is three weeks really going to make a big difference. I don't Um, imagine it will. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it will. I I have not been impressed with what I've seen so far. I want this to be good. But the last trailer, I don't know what it was. It's just. I'm more impressed with this one than the first one. I think it's um, Tom Hardy is the name. I was was about to say Holland. Um, I was, you know, I just think it's that. What other movies was it going to go up against? Wasn't it like running about the same time as like. Ghostbusters was about to come out, and there was a lot of like big movies. So Ghostbusters is set to come out in November. Venom was going to come out in September. So So I wonder if it was. I wonder if it was um, Eternals. Maybe Eternals is November. Yeah. No, Eternals is November fifth. Is it? No, September is Shang Chi. -Chi. That's right. That's right. But Shang Chi will come out three weeks earlier. Than the original Venom release date, so I it's got to be just COVID. I don't. 
What's the I original don't think release there was anything date? Else. Like September 30th, I think, was the original release date. If only we had magical computers that we could just look at. <laughs> well, I was just looking it up because I've got some friends coming into town the beginning of October, and I was like, oh, maybe we can go see Venom together. And now we can't. Uh, the original was set for September 24th and will now be October 15th. Or then I was wrong. It went to October 15th. So unless they tried to pad it where you're going to have more uh, distance between it and Shang-Chi. Well, yeah. Or they made it so where you're going to have September, you know, superhero movie September. It's one in October now, then two in December. Or, well, one in November and then one in December. So you're going to have Shang-Chi in September, Venom in October, um, Eternals in November, and then Spider-Man December. What's the new release date? October, October 15th. 15th. I don't know. So but they're saying the same that, day that Halloween comes out, Halloween Kills. Yeah. Which, if I was the people that made Halloween Kills, kills I would definitely move it. <laughs> I wouldn't. Two, di- two separate audiences. Like, which, why wouldn't. Are they really, yeah. though? Yeah, I think so. There's some crossover but the, your horror your horror fans i mean they might be big into the the venom stuff but you're going it, it depends on what you're strictly going for and dune and uh dune and jackass come out the week after oh that does seem poorly placed then because that means box office week two for venom is going to get trounced dune is definitely going to outdo venom I think, but see, I think that because of the them pushing stuff with COVID and how they've had to redo the the release schedule, box office week two of any movie is going to get trounced right now. That's yeah. what happened to Black Widow. That's what happened to like Suicide Squad. And all and all, it didn't do well. Purposes, yeah. Suicide Squad bombed at the box office, but that's because people could watch it at home. It's not that it's a failure. It's in no way a failure. It's a theatrical failure, but the the movie itself is not a failure. But just yeah. its box office numbers are, are yeah, aren't very actually, good. That's kind of what I had heard originally was the theory is that because Suicide Squad didn't do well, they decided to push it a little bit later to give uh, maybe more time for the the virus to die down or whatever. So I don't know. Three Earlier I so. said, what can three weeks do? But maybe three weeks is enough. I mean, because we're talking three weeks later than two months from now or something like that. So. Well, but we've but- been in a pandemic for. A year Over and a half, year almost two half. years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't see how three weeks is gonna make any sort of difference. I, I don't think, think they're pushing it into not. a more crowded, a more crowded uh, landscape. I mean, think of there's a movie essentially coming out like every week after that, you know, that's worth seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And they're not making any changes to it. No, no changes. And like like I said, Tom Hardy says that Sony executives are very excited about the movie. Um, but I, I just think, yeah, COVID and Suicide Squad. It, been, this just you know, you in. You think that they're Sony trying to put it their out. their movie is going to be good. Yeah. You, you <laughs> moved, also said the same thing about the Ghostbusters reboot. So let's, let's not get too crazy here. Sony well, also recently said that Halo Infinite's not going to be very good. So just thought you guys should know. Do you think <laughs> that it has anything to do with trying to push? Like, do you think there's 
any sort of end credit scene or anything like that that leads into Spider-Man? I know they're different universes, no. but the new no, Spider-Man or Sony Disney agreement. I've heard oh, Mo- Kevin- uh, Morbius. Is that, did I say that Mobius. right? Mobius. Morbius. I've heard Mobius. Yeah, right. Morbius. Yeah, I said it right the first time. Right. Morbius. Mobius is Mobius the guy. Mobius is from Loki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Morbius is supposedly going to be teased maybe in the after credits. Kyle That's says huge difference. <laughs> what a difference yeah. an R can make. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, I made uh, I made a joke that in the trailer. I, I was like, Venom's not a freaking vampire. But then no, maybe they a, are going to have yeah. the actual vampire in this movie. Because Carnage bites him. I've tasted yeah. blood before and it doesn't taste anything like it. But <laughs> anyways, move on. So we were talking earlier about Disney releasing their new Disney Plus official timeline for which way to watch the Disney the the Marvel movies and how what if and WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki played into it. So the official order is now, and tell me if you guys agree with it. Captain America the first Avenger, Captain Marvel. Iron Take Man. Take it out of the timeline. What's that? Take Captain Marvel out of the timeline. <laughs> Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, The Avengers, Thor The Dark World, Iron Man 3, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America Civil War, Black Widow, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Loki, which is interesting to me, Loki, Marvel's What If, which is also interesting to me, WandaVision, and at last but not least, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, some of these I was a little surprised by, and maybe that's just because I'm out of the loop, but like Doctor Strange, I didn't realize took place after Black Panther. I figured Black Panther was, you know, I thought Black Panther would have been, you know, after Doctor Strange, but um, the Loki one's weird because clearly we know clearly it starts at Avengers, the original Avengers, but and it only like the the story only takes place over like three weeks. It feels like is what they say. Yeah, but if you've never seen Endgame and you watch the Avengers and then watch Loki, it won't make sense to you. Yeah, yeah. So is this the order they're saying you should watch them in or chronological order? This is because the order Loki, you should watch them in. The official order that you should view these in to go in the Marvel Cinematic Timeline. See, I would put WandaVision before Loki. Because but I'm, you gotta think. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that scene where she's fighting Agatha and the scene where Kang or uh, what's his name in the show? He That Remains. He's king. He's like, there's it. Yeah. That's it. That's the last thing I see. I'm pretty sure those happen at the same exact time. But you got to think, though. So Loki actually plays into two timelines. Loki goes into Avengers as well as Endgame. Because the variant that we get in the Loki show is the Endgame variant. The variant that takes the Tesseract. He's he's there, that whole Endgame variant. So it plays into both of those. So it makes sense that Loki would be at the end of Endgame, given all the the time travel and all the, yeah. Yeah. you know, and they even talk about the Avengers going back in time and how that was all supposed to happen. So that makes sense. What if is throwing me off, but we've only seen one episode of it. WandaVision 
is the exciting one because I would have thought that WandaVision would have went after Loki because of it being directly after Loki? Endgame. Yeah, I would have too because I think WandaVision literally is three weeks after Endgame. I think they say that in the show. So, yeah, but to, to butt it up close to Loki makes more sense to me. Like, why watch What If in between those two? And I guess we'll know more once we. Once What If is over. Once, once What If is completed. But there you go. So, if you want to sit down and have a Marvel marathon in your living room of your own, there is the chrono- chronological order that Disney. And Marvel Studios says that you should watch these movies and to get the full effect of the current and future Marvel timeline. Which isn't true. None of the Spider-Man movies are on here. Yeah, well, because you can't it's if you're watching it on Disney Plus, because yeah. you can't get those. Oh, I know, I Disney know the Plus. reason why, but you gotta but, add Spider-Man. So if you yes. really want to watch it correctly. <laughs> yeah, then and, you'd have Spider-Man Hulk. right after Endgame. Well, no, you will. Yeah, you'd have Spider-Man: Homecoming right after Civil War, and then you'd have right Spider-Man: before. Far oh, From no, Home. Right, after. Yeah, it would be after. Yeah. Then you'd have Spider-Man: Far From Home, right after Endgame, Endgame before Loki, and then you're gonna have. Well, where would Hulk be? Hulk takes place, I think it's in between Iron Man. Hulk would be after Hulk would be after Iron Man one, between Iron Man one and two. Because the only real reason that Hulk makes any because they is Abomination's gonna be in Shang-Chi, right? So you won't know who he is when you watch Shang-Chi and General Ross. Well, other than the fact that the the extra credit scene and Hulk was Tony Stark basically starting the Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. The whole but, and then, um, program. What's the character's name? The scientist that gets his brain real big that's in that's in Hulk. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, I know he's trying know. to he's trying to cure Bruce Banner. They take him to his yeah. house and he's yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name though. And he gets the drop on his brain and mm-hmm. his brain starts swelling. It's yeah. Um, yeah, in the comics, he's got the big old he's got, literally has like a massive head. Yeah, what's well, I can't his I think name? of his name. I don't know. Massive head guy. Massive head guy. Not Modoc. Yeah. No, it's not Modoc. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was Modoc. It's the thinker. Is Brainiac. It no, I'm no. I'm listing DC villains. Brainiac, <laughs> the leader. Just Thank you, leftovers, Aggie. The leader, the leader. I heard that he's going to be reintroduced at some point. I don't think it's the leader either. Um, I'm pretty sure he's right. I thought it was the leader. We'll, we'll go with that. I don't want to clickety clack on my keyboard. I'll just leave it as is. I don't have soft keys. We'll go with that. But um, I can't think of his name either. Anyways, it doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's probably never going to come back up. Yeah, I don't think he'll show up. So, okay, so if you want to go to definitive watch list, and I guess it would be, like you said, Captain America, First Avenger, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Hulk, 
Iron Man 2, Thor Avengers, uh, Thor The Dark World, Iron Man 3, Cap, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Civil War, Spider-Man Homecoming, Black Widow, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man, Far From Home, Loki, What If, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier. You don't think you should watch Ant-Man and the Wasp in between Infinity War and Endgame? No. Because you watch Infinity War and Ant-Man you actually, in there. Yeah. That's, that's, you would think so because the end credit scene, well, no. It, it does show them getting dusted. Yeah. In Ant-Man and the Wasp, which would it make no sense. If this is literally your first time watching it, you'd be like, what the heck is that? But I could also see an argument for what just happened and then you watch infinity war and you're like oh that's what happened there's a guy working on taking every single scene in the marvel universe and making one long chronological supercut have you seen that i have not taken a months so he's got a lot of time on his hands yeah he's making one long supercut which would be like i don't even know how many hours are in this are in this uh franchise I don't but know I would love to, to see, like, that. if you need to watch Ant Man, and then you take the end credit scene and you put it right in between Infinity War and Endgame. You know what I mean? Yeah, my worry is that like you'd be watching it, and all of a sudden, because like for music and editing purposes, you're hearing this like theme song or you know the theme from whatever movie, and then another one cuts in and it's just completely different. I don't know. It would just throw me. Well, I mean, it's thing. different than watching. It. You're watching it for a different effect. I just I don't think they even take the after credit scenes into consideration because it's just meant to to hype up and drive the the initial overall story. So I don't know if you because really them snapping had nothing to do with the movie. So. Well, and isn't the end credit scene of Ant-Man them with Bucky in the machine? Like he's locked in. Like Sam. You're asking me to go back so far to remember that. <laughs> what? Wait, which one are you asking about? So Ant-Man, the end credit scene, it, Sam caught Bucky and he has his yeah, metal arm in that presser. Correct. It's basically a scene from the movie. So that after credit scene wouldn't be relevant because you would just have it in the movie. Yeah. Well, no, because then that would be. I don't. I don't and know. I would be pissed if I watch Black Widow before Endgame. I just want that to be pointed out. If I Why? you're Black supposed Widow, to, because if if I found out Black Widow died, so you're saying that get you... the scene? I don't know. I don't. Think oh, because of the want... because of the after credit. But that's not in the after credit. She dies. No, she doesn't die in Black Widow. She dies in Endgame. Oh, is it only after credit that they show that she has died? Yeah, it's only yes. after credits. I thought it was. I thought that was before the credits. I thought that was the last scene. But I didn't realize it was after credit. Yeah, it's the after. Yeah. My brain hurts now. Moving on. <laughs> we got <laughs> our first much time on that <laughs> leaked image it, of Moon Knight. Looks um, sick. You know, I don't. I don't know so much about the mask. It does look a little bit different than when you sent it to me on the phone. Kind of looks like the Marvel's version of like the Mummy. 
it wasn't he didn't didn't he have a lot more uh white on him well he's supposed to be all white yeah i was gonna say he looks a little dark i just think it's because it's a bad blurry picture i I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it came out to be fake um but that's that's what they're saying this is the first look uh at moon knight but I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out to be a fake. Some cosplayer. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Could be. It definitely could be. But. I mean, there's, there appears to be some action going on in the background. But, again, Photoshop, people that are good enough with it could figure out some way to make it look like that. Yeah. But uh, that leaves it with, I'm going to close the show tonight with my spoiler-free review of Free Guy. Because I know neither of you have seen it yet. I've got I got my tickets for one thirty tomorrow. Free Guy was actually a movie that my my fiance was super excited to go see, so we went and saw it last night, and I was pleasantly surprised. I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, I enjoyed it. If imagine if you're a grand Th- if you're a video game fan, this movie's gonna delight. Like that's why I'm surprised you you didn't really have interest in seeing it. Max is like. This movie has all the video game tropes there, and it, if you're a huge um, Grand Theft Auto fan, it's like w- watching people play Grand Theft Auto from the NPC's point of view. I've actually never played GTA Five, but I will what? say when I when I first saw when I first saw marketing for this, I was very excited about it. I think it just got marketed; it was over marketed, and that's why I lost interest. It's, it's not that I don't want to see it because I do. I mean, Their I literally was, was perfect for this movie. The, the, the marketing at the end was really funny. I yeah. just saw the trailer too many times because every movie I'd go to, it would be there and YouTube ads would show it. I just saw it a lot. Like it's got, so I got tired of seeing it. I mean, it's got, it plays into Twitch streamers. Um, like it, it really encaptures the F and the essence of the, the online culture and the, how like toxic it is mm-hmm. too. Cause there's one point where it, and it doesn't give it away, but guy and buddy are walking his friend, buddy are walking on the street talking and you literally see a dude sitting there teabagging a dead body. Laying <laughs> in the street. Like it's, it's Does perfectly captured. Come on and say that they're screwing your mother. It's not, <laughs> no, it's not realistic. It ah. perfectly captures the toxicity of the online culture and how like, you get into a game like GTA and you just want to run over everything and shoot everybody and destroy everything. And like, you're not there for the story. You're there to cause as much chaos and carnage as you possibly can. And a lot like GTA. And so yeah. Ryan Reynolds is essentially an NPC that becomes aware. Right. Isn't that the idea? Um, I don't see, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give see, it away. When I story, saw the trailer, but... I got major Lego movie vibes. Yeah, you've said no. that before. Ryan Reynolds is Chris Pratt's character from Lego Movie. <laughs> he is he is an AR that becomes self-aware, but he becomes self-aware for a reason, and it plays into the main overall story of the the uh, movie. But like Taiko Waititi kills it in this movie. He's so funny. There's an Avengers cameo in it. I'm not gonna say who or how, but there's an Avengers cameo in it in in the third act. So. It's uh, he definitely gets his Marvel due in this movie. Let's just say that. So it's a lot of fun to watch. I would definitely say uh, go see it. If you're a video game fan or you just want kind of like a fun comedy action movie to go see, 
it, it, it was definitely pleasantly surprising for me. I had a great time. Yeah, I'm, at, I'm excited for it. Like, I don't, Anna, I, my wife is super excited for it. Like, I try not to laugh out loud in the movie theaters. Like, I'll chuckle to myself, but like, I was laughing out loud at this movie. Nice. So, that's, that's heavy praise. I, I had a lot of fun with it. So, I definitely recommend it. If you, if you just want to go to the movies and have a good time, free guys where it's at. And Ryan yeah, Reynolds is I'm going tomorrow. So, nice. Oh, there you go. Well, that's cool, man. It is cool, man. But you guys got anything else this week before we sign off? And it's been kind of a slow week, I think, huh? What slow in what turns? Well, maybe it's just my my life just seems slow. I don't feel like I did a whole lot. <laughs> uh, this week was long, this man. One. This week was super long for me. I, I had spent plenty to do at work, but but I was just like, it was Wednesday, and I'm like, how was it not Friday? For me, it was a long week. So I'm PS5 so glad in Friday. the background you got there, Max? Yeah, it is. I got a PS5. Yours My Series like X it. is behind it. Yeah, yours looks like it's doing exactly what mine does. Just sits there and collects dust because there's no games to play for it. <laughs> I yeah, I've been playing on my on my PC more than anything lately. So so are, are you a Mass Effect fan? I am. So I'm really bummed because I was so I, I was I've been replaying the Mass Effect Legendary Edition and I was trying really hard to do the suicide suicide mission and not lose anybody. So I did all my loyalty missions and I got all the armor upgrades for the ship that you're supposed to get. And I didn't realize that if you do all the missions before you do a certain main story mission, that it screws you over. Because once this like once your crew gets captured, you have to go rescue them immediately. But if you have loyalty missions or anything else you still need to do and you do it, half your crew automatically dies. And the way I timed it out, I still had one loyalty mission to do when that mission popped. And so half my crew died because I didn't want like one of my main characters to die. So I was a little bummed out. All my main characters lived, but I lost half of my crew. And I spent like 40 hours playing this game, trying to get that perfect ending. And I even went back. Like I went back six hours of gameplay to a previous save to try to like get it right. And it's, I still wasn't able to do it. So I was pretty bummed out. I really wanted to get that perfect ending. Sounds like you need to play through again. Nope. Nope. I, there are certain <laughs> missions I played like enough of times. my life wasted. I'm yeah. good here. We're good. That, here. I still have mass effect three that I need to play. And I have other interests in my life. Just don't, so don't I'm touch good. Andromeda. So you haven't been playing Andromeda. your PlayStation. You love I rarely Andromeda. play my, Ugh. I don't Looks like, like it as much play. as the original trilogy, but I yeah, barely kind of log in your account, play some of your games, Maxi. Yeah, that's fine, dude. I I don't play my PlayStation very often. I mean, I do, I play it on occasion, but I play my PC more than anything. Then I play my Xbox next. My my PlayStation has always been an exclusives machine, and there aren't any exclusives that I want to play right now. So, like, I, I'm not a Ratchet and Clank fan, so I didn't pick that up. I probably will when it's on sale because I've heard it's a good game. I the one I'm waiting for Horizon got pushed till next yes, year. So I, I was, was very, like. Ah. I literally got my PS5 mostly for Horizon. I wanted but, to make sure I had it, and then they pushed it to 2022. That's the same I mean, thing. I got my Series X and my PlayStation, and I I play Warzone on my PC, and I don't really <laughs> use either one of them. You know, see, my, so I got my PC. I've re, you know I rebuilt my PC last year. 
I basically built a brand new one. I reused like three parts from my old PC and it's a beast. You know, it's a great machine. I've got a, you know, a Ryzen 3700X in there. I've got an RTX 3070, 16 gigs of RAM, like three terabytes of SSD storage. It's awesome. It's a great rig. And so it's meant to be my main gaming machine and I love it for that. But I still wanted to get a Series X because there were things like um, um, MLB The Show that was only coming to Game Pass on the console or Outriders only coming to Game Pass on the console. And I'm like, there are literally, there's already been like $200 worth of games in my Game Pass subscription that I can't play because I don't have the console for it. Well, isn't it funny yeah. how Microsoft pretty much made it like if you have a PC, no reason for you to get the Xbox because all their exclusives are a PC also? Yeah, but then they made it so I wanted to get a Series X still because the third-party Game Pass games yeah. weren't coming to PC. <laughs> that was my strategy. I'm like, oh, I'll just do my PC and not get the new Xbox. Yeah, and and it turned out I still wanted the Xbox, and I like playing on it. It's just easy, you know. Like I've got the Halo party coming on tomorrow. We're gonna have four Series Xs here running the game smoothly. It's gonna be great. I actually might even play on my PC. I might just log into my PC by myself and cross play with everybody else who's on the TV. I'll get my, my big screen to myself. What fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm hosting and I'm making everybody port. Which I need to put on Matt, the grill that was right the after most this. Unenthused. <laughs> what fun. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to invite everyone over to play this Xbox game, but I'm going to play on my PC. I'm going to play by myself. Yeah, by myself. <laughs> We're all going to be all playing together. Get the rest of you. Max is like, I'll come over to my house, but I'm not going to share any of my shit. <laughs> I'm sharing two TVs in my whole house. One other thing I want to touch on real quick before we leave is, Lance, are you caught up on Ted Lasso? No, new episode dropped today. I need to watch it. I have not that seen show is so good. It's one of the that best show shows on TV in a long time. And, and Max, I'm almost angry with you that you have not yeah, watched it yet. The fact that it stems from a commercial and they made an entire series about it and it's got some of the best writing in TV blows my mind. My favorite part so far, and this isn't much of a spoiler, but I'll just say this name and Matt will know exactly what I'm talking about, is Led Tasso. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, not Ted Lasso. It's Led Tasso. And I yeah. laugh so hard, dude. <laughs> dude, there's a. I don't even know what you're talking about, and I still find that funny. There's a dude. You need to watch a show like binge it all tonight. Like that's the show is. I watched the new episode and today. Dave. And that like, and Dave are two of the funniest shows. Oh, dude! Right now. Dave is a masterpiece. That yeah, did I've you watch the, Dave since day one? So have I. The season. Did you watch the season finale? Yes. Oh, dude, so good. So the good. feels at the end of it, man. Like that show is a masterpiece. If you're not watching Dave about the about little Dicky, like you got to get on that, man. You got to be warned though. It's not. It's not like other comedies that Matt and I talk about. It's not like a Letter Kenny or a Ted Lasso, no. or it's it's not like a linear comedy. Really, like it's very like dark humor. I guess you would say. Yeah. Like if you like Atlanta, if you're like a fan of of Atlanta and FXX, I definitely say that's what I haven't seen Atlanta. I've been meaning to see it. Like is it good? FXX kills it. Yeah, it is. FXX kills it with shows like What We Do in the Shadows is a really good, mm-hmm. a funny show. If you haven't like watched that, 
Yeah, you can watch the first two seasons on Netflix. Season three is getting ready to start. Um, but yeah, Atlanta, Dave, like there's so many good shows on FSS, FXX. But yes, Dave. there's a scene in the new episode of Ted Lasso, though, that had me in tears, absolute <laughs> tears. And I think the actor that plays Roy Kent is the great, it, like, where has this dude been? You know, I know he's done like a bunch of British shows and Doctor Who, but the actor who plays Roy Kent, man, he's so Dude, good. I love how straight he is. He's like, you yeah. fucking twat. Yeah, <laughs> like, so good. Oh, he's so straight, dude. And he's just like cussing people out, like without any effort whatsoever, mm-hmm. dude. Like, I love it, man. And then he and then he ends up with the loudest girl on the show. Yeah, I just like that uh, the last episode where he gets the job at like their their ESPN. He's like the guy's like, "Tell us how you really feel," and he's like, "All right, you're a shit football coach." <laughs> he just like he's like about the player, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Max is like, I don't know what you're talking Max, about. You but... gotta watch the show, dude. I do. It is so good. What it's get, Jason like, Sudeikis at his best, no- man. Nominations. Yeah, it's like the best performance Jason Sudeikis has ever done. But and horrible bosses was pretty good from him, and it's much better than that. Yeah. There's also I, a a Joseph Gordon Levitt show on Apple TV that I would I, I think Foreman. sucks. Yeah, that show sucks. It's not good. No, I didn't get really excited about it from the trailer. Oh, there the is one I want to see though that came out today. It's called Coda, the movie hmm. about the debt or the girl that sings that has the two deaf parents. That one looked pretty good. I seen like her whole that. family is deaf and she wants to be a singer and they don't understand it. I haven't, I haven't heard of that yet, one. But, but yeah, if you're not watching Dave, I can't recommend that enough. Season two just ended. Um, it's all on Hulu. If you're not watching Ted Lasso, Apple TV, it's, it's definitely worth it, man. Definitely worth it. But anything else you guys want to talk about? Touch on. Swoon over. All right. All right, guys. Yeah, actually, uh, my wife and I just finished the Mysterious Benedict Society, and I like that one a lot. Never heard of Disney Plus on on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's pretty good. It has um, Tony Hale playing two different roles in it. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good. And Kristen Kristen Schaal from uh, uh, she she does the voice of the girl with the funny hat on Bob's Burgers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's a really good show. You should watch that one. But that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. All right, guys. I want to thank everyone for hanging out. Uh, Leftovers, Dicky, Grizzle Geek, Kyle, um, everyone in the chat, Aaron, guys, everyone, Max Bender, stopping in and saying hello. Thank you guys for checking us out. Um, as always, we will see you guys next time.